Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. We've been on a two-week hiatus. Uh, I've been busy with some travels, and it's been hard to squeeze in some episodes, but thank you guys for being patient, and I hope we haven't lost any listeners in those past two weeks because the audience is very fickle nowadays. Um, and uh, right here, I'm joined with two guests that I've actually saw during my travels, uh, have been good friends of mine in uh, residing in Seoul, Korea. Um, and actually probably one of some of my longest friends who've lived out there and uh, they're from the States as well, like many of Korean Americans who've moved out there and kind of uh, started their own thing out there, brands, uh, musicians, you know, and whatnot. These are two brothers who started a business, a streetwear line um, called Ise, uh, I-I-S-E, and um, they originally started with um, bags, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start off as bags. That's where we met, actually. Yeah, started as bags. as bags of a huge fanny pack line, I believe. No, 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 no <laughs> I'm fucking with you. It was a, it was a, a like backpacks, backpacks duffel yeah. bags, goods, all that. Like that yeah. And and the theme of these backpacks were uh, that you would use traditional Korean fabrics, mm -hmm. yeah, techniques, like natural dyeing techniques, natural like techniques and um, fabrics. And I remember, yeah. like at the time, it was I, I just found that really dope and. I, I went there, met you guys, and we actually had an interview like this almost like ten years ago and shit. That was like yeah. the first time we met was an interview. Yeah, hold on, put like, your. We didn't yeah. even like chop it up before that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy, and like it was dope. And then you guys now, after all these years, have expanded into just uh, all, all around clothing. Yeah, right. T-shirts, yeah. uh, pants, cut and sew, yeah. jackets, yeah. hats. Mm -hmm. Underwear, you know, not yet, but flashlights. No, but um, yeah, man. Uh, we got Terrence and Kevin Kim over here. What's up, What's man? Thanks nice for having us. Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. bro. We just said that in unison right now. Yeah, yeah. Mad yeah don't be that's so gonna happen a lot throughout the interview. <laughs> we always talk at the same time. Yeah, don't be so formal. Like yeah. we don't know, talk yeah, ratchet like know, off the mic. You know what right. I mean? But um, yeah, man. Um, so just quick brief history on Ise. What does Ise stand for? So Ise pretty much it's a Korean word that stands for uh, second generation. And it's a like a menswear brand that draws influences from like different parts of Korean and also American culture. So a lot of what we make and put out is kind of like a reflection of our identity pretty much as Korean Americans. And you'll see that in design, like, you know, our media that we put out, our shows. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of little subtleties in, in a lot in, in the cut and sew. Mm -hmm. You just like as a Korean American and, you know, being around relatives and, people from Korea like you recognize little things that I'm like oh I recognize this like thing on the little shirt detail. or like yeah. a jacket on yeah, you know yeah. on the detail like well this smells like my harmony okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but uh, what what's uh you I met you guys what I would say it's almost been 10 years or so no, no I don't think I think it was oh, it's been 2012 like, maybe around there oh, okay okay so okay maybe like six seven years yeah because we've been living in Seoul for like seven, seven years seven years yeah, and you yeah. guys immediately when you went out there you started the brand or you started it out here no so we we both graduated uni and we moved to china right and mm -hmm. then from china we visited korea on vacation and while we were there we happened to meet like this older designer guy and he kind of like showed us the ropes on like you know some fashion stuff and then like we decided to make a couple samples together and then um he was he was like yo just move to korea and like we can start a brand together or whatever so we like went to uh yeah we went back and forth between china and korea for like a, that summer and we finally moved to korea and then when we got there, the dude's like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So we kind of just moved to the country for like no reason. And then like with no yeah. experience, like we didn't know anybody. We don't speak Korean. Was though. that kind no of scary money, at the like, time or what? When yeah, that happened? Yeah, it was. We were just like, we're fucked, you know. But yeah. then 
I think because we were young, it was a blessing. We were, like, naive to a lot of things, and we were, like, mm. no fear, you know, at that age. So we're, like, and we're coming with that attitude, like, all right, fuck it. We'll just, like, do it on our own, you know? Which yeah. was a blessing in disguise because that's how Issei started. You're, like, this yeah. is a shitty situation, but uh, I was already in a shitty situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. And, like, yeah. when you're young, you don't really know, like, what to, to be afraid of yet mm-hmm. in terms of starting a business or moving to a new country. It's just, like, exciting at that time, you know? And we're just, like, in Korea for the first time, too. So, yeah, that's how we started Issei. And what, what, at that time, was it already uh, like something that that was the theme you guys wanted to go towards the korean yeah yeah because like you know just like you like growing up here we don't see a lot of korean stuff you know only like the food mm. pretty much right and yeah. then like when we came, went to korea for the first time we we're like seeing you know korean design architecture like fabrics like all this stuff we never saw as kids you know so that that for us kind of like made us like proud of our culture for the first time in a real way you know i feel like that's cool though because not everybody has that same feeling when they go back to their motherland yeah yeah you know, they're not yeah. like this is cool mm. like we we're, were older like now yeah. like we're older now so right. i i feel like we appreciate it but it's not yeah. like when you're a kid and you go to the korea every summer you're like oh, i gotta go to korea yeah, yeah. catch dragonflies or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that's my like thought of what korea is when you go visit in the summer you're catching dragonflies with nets and shit uh-huh. i think i saw it in a picture book somewhere but yeah i mean but when you went for the first time you actually dug it like you liked yeah what it, was you sure. saw. it was crazy yeah and it's so different because i think like growing up a lot of our koreanists were kind of like hiding yeah. you know like where they'd be like the f- Korean food to be in front of our homies or like any like Korean stuff. It was kind of em- embarrassing. Right, right. Know? Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, when we got to Seoul and we were seeing all this architecture, design, all that stuff. Um, yeah, it was just so dope. We wanted to kind of incorporate that into our brand and kind of showcase that side of the Korean culture to not only like our homies back in the States, but um, like people all over the world, you know. So that's kind of what the brand concept became yeah. um, for ESA. And then why was it bags originally? Like specifically, okay, like bags. real talk. Like we didn't know we have no fashion background, you know. And yeah. Like we like when we thought of clothes, like we want to make clothes. It's the idea of that, but like we have no idea how to do that. We don't know how to design. We don't know how to like do any samples. So we're like our clothing has multiple sizes. So that's right. probably really complicated. So let's just start off with bags mm-hmm. and just do like a small line, and we'll start from there. So right. it's just like like just because we didn't know how to do anything. Yeah, convenience. Yeah. One size. Yeah, convenience, it can yeah. be unisex. Right. It can be worn all year. There's no seasons yeah, yeah. really. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So it was just easier to launch the brand with bags. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and there was I I you know and this was you're dealing with um, like pretty expensive materials. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That's right, why right. I was like surprised because I know it's like something new and you guys are new to it no, with no experience and that's pretty risky. To sure. messing with pretty exp- and that's that's the whole thing about us being young and not knowing anything because <laughs> at the time we didn't know what was expensive right, right now right. we're like all right this is tight we'll just use it we didn't know how to compare it to something that was cheap or whatever like obviously now we have a great idea of like how to like price mm. things and costs and all that kind of stuff but at the time we're like we're just like we're just gonna make the thing that is the dopest to us so like and it turned out to be mad expensive but like yeah right, right yeah right. yeah yeah no so, but you remember our first bag samples we actually yeah. used cheaper materials and when we got the first sample back yeah we, it, we were embarrassed we can't put this out yeah, into the yeah. world like yeah. we're out here in korea like all our friends and family know we're starting this brand yeah, right, right. and we can't put out a product like this so we scrapped that and then we started using like the best leathers like the best natural dyed fabric um and then when that sample came out we're like okay this is dope yeah, it's something right. we can be proud well of, i know, you know i know you guys were kind of learning the techniques as you guys were going right yeah, like yeah you guys were so. like doing more and more research like is there something about the techniques you learned and that was like kind of surprising to you or was like oh this shit is a lot harder than i thought or yeah everything was hard i think because right? <laughs> you're like learning from scratch like literally everything about starting a fashion brand and like 
on top of that you're learning more about korean culture and for us it's like we're navigating to like a new country we don't speak the language like we don't the cultural there's a huge cultural disparity with like being from america too because we had this conversation too like <coughs> korean americans or asian americans or any like immigrants or whatever like growing up in america like people identify you as like we're korean we're korean right uh -huh. mm. so like yeah, yeah i'm korean i'm korean <coughs> then when you go to korea you're like realize that you're not korean at all like you're american you know so that's this weird like cultural identity thing that like we have to deal with going over there and like learning like all the differences and how to like maneuver like in like a new place so right right yeah. and, and you're dealing with like a pretty traditional uh, section of Korea because th these are techniques that are done by like hanmanis and harabuchis yeah. like grandparents yeah yeah right you which know? is tight though yeah and like, were they kind of surprised that you were wanting to kind of take on these techniques or they were like you know what like all these old like traditional Korean stuff right like the younger kids aren't learning that at all. They have, they have they have no interest in it, you know. Right. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Because uh, um, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to say that, like you know, me me and we we know about this place. We know about this like shop that has like pop culture, contemporary stuff from like you know. Yeah, your spot. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a vintage like toy and collectible spot yeah, yeah. from like Korea in 1970s to like um 90s yeah yeah but i realized there isn't a lot of that in korea because mm -hmm. korea really loves like old old shit mm -hmm. and or just they just think forward or yeah there's right. like that transition period is yeah, a little bit yeah. they don't like I mean, collecting like, shit like yeah, really yeah. you know unless it's like calligraphy paint brushes and vases and shit. no i'm just saying it's like they don't have that they don't have a lot of places that archive that section of yeah history, yeah you're right yeah I can you know right and I, I think that's kind of what you were saying right now because you know yeah a lot of these kids even the korean kids there when you talk to them and you tell them about the shop they're like oh what the fuck i don't even know or, uh, right. things like this exist yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was kind of they're like when we worked with like the older generation on like dyeing or like fabrics or whatever like they were like who are these young dudes who don't speak korean like interested in this so that made them want to help us more you know so yeah, they really they, like you know that korean thing where they like take care of you chengyo you like you know buy you food all that so they were like more willing to like show us the ropes because right. we were young and interested in something that no one else really was in, right. from our generation at the time you know i think old people mm -hmm. would look, just really love that shit they when do, you take I mean, an yeah, interest we by, yeah we bring sure. a new perspective energy to something and yeah but it's kind of it's kind of scary because like a lot of these old things about korean traditional culture like since a lot of the youth are not like looking Picking into it, it like 20 30 years from now when that generation moves on it's like what happens to these you know do you see these things i mean is that happening though i feel like you guys and other um artists are yeah. kind of um leading the way and being historians to some of this stuff you know because yeah i mean for instance like dj soulscape right 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 he's like one of the uh you know mm. djs OG. og djs yeah, yeah. um for the last like 15 years mm -hmm, or so mm -hmm. in in soul subculture history where he's been taking old korean records right um you know disco soul um funk korean funk like from 70s yeah, to yeah, 80s yeah. and reintroducing it he's even thrown shows where he f found some of these artists and like oh, right. had them perform live and stuff yeah. you know so i'm saying i feel like you guys kind of do a version of that with the clothing side you know and he does yeah. that with the music side because right. you guys are kind of remixing old shit. Right, yeah right. pretty much that's yeah. pretty much like what we've been doing but um 
But still, but it's like such over, a small yeah, scale. Like, it's just like, you know, yeah, that's true. That is true. Like, Especially in fashion. Just, when we go out in Korea, right? Like, we're mm-hmm. always eating, like, these local harmony chips, you know, like, the yeah. best spots. Yeah. Like, what, what's going to happen to all those, like, dope restaurants, you know, in, like, 10, 20 years? So that's, that's true. always like, dude, it's going to suck. Because there's huge trends. I feel like people still love Western foods. There. 100%. Western <laughs> yeah. culture in general, you know, yeah, whether yeah, it be in fashion, Asia, and, like, over, you know, yeah, like, it's not just Korea. I do think that it's sad because there's a lot of great exports that get overshadowed you know and mm. i mean obviously k-pop is one of the hugest export right. out of korean but it does yeah. overshadow a lot of things in yeah, korea yeah. you know i mean k-pop was like the the main the export. first yeah. export yeah. that was like really government supported too you know what i mean like the government That's was true. putting money mm. into the arts now but even in korea like, with fashion the, like, the government is supporting fashion a lot right now too really so yeah, yeah. they're putting there's so much like, they're, money they're, there they're thriving right like they're fashion. thriving and they know like you know Seoul in the global context of fashion like there's some energy there right now you know Seoul mm-hmm. Fashion Week's being covered a lot more there's a lot more Korean brands doing international things now so like I think the government like actually like which is dope for a conservative government to actually be pushing the arts you know like, which is kind of rare because when I go to other countries like the states or even Europe or whatever like the, the, there's no government programs like Given fashion grants yeah. to like young designers. That's true. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, far as in Asia, it's kind of leading the way. You think in the arts and I, stuff? Or? I mean, I think Seoul. I think it's the in, only yeah, country that. And culturally, it's yeah. like the most influential in Asia, is it not? Like. Yeah. yeah I mean, K-pop, even in film, like, fashion, like yeah. uh, Bong Joon Ho is about to be yeah, he's like he's he's going to be the first South Korean film nominated for the Oscars for, for Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. 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 yeah we saw that together. Yeah, so, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, we didn't bootleg it or anything, of course. <laughs> 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 no, but isn't that crazy? They're gonna it's gonna be the first ever South Korean film nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, he deserves that. Yeah, that it's a sick crazy. film. I mean, man. I'm I'm kind of yeah. calling it early, but you know, I mean, oh, it was already the first. Yeah. But I mean, people are saying it is because it got the highest prize in Cannes. Right. Right. Yeah. But um, I mean. The tide's turning, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's crazy though, because when I went uh, when I went to Korea seven years ago or so, met you guys. It's changed a lot. I've gone sure. every yeah, year yeah. since then, and yeah. the Korean scene has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And now, when you guys were first starting the brand, there wasn't that many brands. There was a handful that are still that kind of um, came along with you guys, and it still exists, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's like I remember Mischief was one. Yeah, Mischief was starting out then too, which is an uh, like um, girl streetwear street brand. brand, right? Like Lifeo was around, um, but Lifeo's been doing it for like ten plus years yeah. now. Um, Buried Alive, that was that was around too at the time. You know, are they are they still around? Or uh, I think they're yeah, I don't think they're around anymore. But, okay, um, okay. But yeah, like they, they definitely were brands back then too. But then mm. there's yeah. way more now. Yeah, way yeah, more, yeah. Way more. And now, not only in streetwear, but like this is never that. This never that is, yeah. pro- is killing, killing it, it right killing now. It. And yeah. these are all like literally streetwear brands. Like you might not have heard some of these brands because you know you might find them in selected stores in New York mm-hmm. and LA, yeah, and right, big right. cities. But they don't really expand that much like outside of uh, right Korea. Yeah, right. But there, it's crazy that that this is like a full on separate streetwear brand. You know, like this mm-hmm. is like korea's version of you know whatever out here hundreds yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. right right um yeah i mean so for you guys i i've seen some of your your stuff now in like american um boutique shops yeah like what how did what's the is it has it been a, a goal to be like global take that korean um traditional you know fabrics and a theme and kind of ex- take it globally was that always kind of i think a- we we started global because yeah. like real talk when we were trying to like push our collection and like market it like we didn't we had no access to domestic korean you know distribution right because we didn't know how to communicate with, with the korean consumer at the time so we're like all right let's just make it here and like sell it in, in america first right because we had access we could communicate we could email these people and like and it'll just be easier that way. Oh, so it was you were reaching out to America first. Yeah, yeah and from, even from all there. our friends, like the only connects we had in the fashion game, 
they were all stateside. So yeah, those right. are the first people we reached yeah, out so to. Yeah, so we started you know? off mostly in America. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, and even till now, like this, the U.S. is still like our biggest market. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I and um, I mean, you guys have I've put in the work. There. Do you feel like you've kind of tapped into what you can out there? Like, like at this point, like reached um, a kind of ceiling over there? No, nah, I mean, I, in terms of like sales and distribution, no, because like Korea is a huge market. Mm. Like, not relative to like China or whatever, but yeah, there's a lot of people in Korea. You know, mm. so. Um, that's something like we're working on now, but um, I think, like you know, we told you like we're moving out to you know back to America now and like, expanding our office and stuff right. like that. So like I think we've we've spent we're not gonna leave Korea completely. Like we're gonna yeah. do half and half. Like so I think it's a good balance. But for us as a brand, like and personally, I think um, yeah, coming to America, back to America is gonna be better for us as just to like network more and like. Kind of yeah, I was gonna it. talk to you about that. I mean, okay, like let's like kind of leave the whole business side of things yeah, yeah, for yeah, a bit, right. but yeah. like I I think just living out there you yeah. know moving out there and living there for this long would would you say your experience has been just very positive for the most dude, part amazing it changed yeah. our life yeah. you know dude, like living yeah. in asia's asia's so hot right now like you know yeah. they're saying every aspect like obviously it was like really difficult for us in the beginning but then like after what seven years now living it's like we have a, it's awesome out there you know it's like so fun and when you guys visit you guys know you guys have a great time in Korea you guys see everything that's happening Dumb loves Korea yeah. Dumb loves Korea <laughs> it's great it's fun, it's fun. Yeah, yeah 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 but I mean um, I mean it's it, and then there's like an international presence there I feel like right for sure yeah wait, like more and more every year it's crazy yeah. and it's so it's when you go out it's, I, because I feel like when I meet with you guys and we you know talk we just talk it's like you guys haven't missed a step in like the mm-hmm. American like nuances and the wit and all that, you know, because yeah, I swear, like when I was like, I told, I told, you know, our friend Danny, who's moved out there, lived out there for the last two years. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I thought he was going to be a complete fob in a year. You know what I mean? But like we'd be joking around. And he stays on his toes with the yeah, jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, you're still. Well, honestly, that depends on like what kind of culture you really deep, like dive deep into while you're living there, you know, because there's some people who move to Korea and they're like very deep within like uh hanging out with like the locals mm-hmm. and doing all that but then you know there's so much like other stuff to do while you're in korea like internationally too so you can like, always stay relevant with the internet and all that kind of stuff so yeah but you guys go you have your regular spots you know yeah we do yeah yeah <laughs> it's like you, you go to korea and like you're shut off from the rest of the world you know yeah. you just come back you're like mad korean all of a sudden. How, how do you feel because like, we, we were talking about you guys are about to like move back and yeah, it's been yeah. so long yeah, like is it 10 years now scary yeah. or what it's Tent. not scary. I mean, we it's really familiar. Everything's yeah. familiar. It's like coming back home. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, easy. but I mean, you guys like mm. you got, one of the places. You, you, I mean, not one of the places. You guys are considering moving back to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And right. in the last couple of days, you guys have kind of you know explored and see what it might Learned. be like. Yeah. And, and how, how was the, how was the feel? LA's dope. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's just taking, so different. Every man. time I'm here, like yeah. I like it more. Like, but we're like I, I, we like the city. We like New York. Like we like metropolitan city boys. Cities, like like Seoul, walking around you know. and stuff like that. But like LA's like this has been my best LA trip so far I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Seoul has is Seoul closer is closer to New York or LA? I don't know. LA closer to LA. Yeah, close definitely yeah. closer to LA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's West Coast going. You know. I always yeah. thought like Busan would be LA and like Seoul would be New York. Oh, that's oh, a good. Oh like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. About, like distance. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not talking about yeah, distance. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about vibe. You know, no, like Busan is definitely more LA, and Seoul or is, is definitely Pusan more. Or is Busan SF? I don't. No, no, Busan is LA. You know, I don't know. If you had to, like, there's like no similarity other than there's beaches, but like, yeah. I guess if you have to compare Busan and Seoul, it's like New York. Yeah. Seoul is like, I guess you can compare each section of Seoul to a different city, maybe. Yeah, Seoul's like huge. Itaewon yeah. 
to like Hongdae. Dude, that's how LA feels, you know? It's all spread out in different pockets, like yeah. the same way that Seoul is, like, you know? The, yeah. You don't see that? You're like, no? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So Koreatown is, is Seoul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, so um, uh, I was gonna, uh, just talking about your brand, you know, yeah. um, and like how far it's come, cause uh, I've, I mean, I've seen it come pretty far uh, from the beginning stages. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. What well, um are you so if it's like bags to clothing, is there like another sector that you guys would want to expand into? Footwear is probably next. Oh, footwear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I mean pretty much everything. Even when we had this idea, um yeah, we started with bags, but we always imagined this brand to make everything from yeah, clothing to furniture to stationery to kitchenware to I don't know, F and B maybe later. Like we feel like we could apply this concept to like multiple product categories you know that's interesting yeah. yeah so what would what would uh korean kitchenware entail <laughs> i mean that's gonna be weird we haven't thought yeah, about, that thought yet, about that but yet but yeah I've but we made like tables but, that yeah, are or like footwear yeah. like footwear yeah. is actually interesting yeah i mean like that's a new conversation for us right now that mm. we've been having like so like sidipa like little slipper, like what are those things called? Like those old school. Yeah, we have, we have some ideas. Yeah, we have yeah. Some ideas. we're oh, working, like we're the working old on stuff. Joint with the that's like the oldest school. The yeah, canoe yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the canoe thing. Yeah, yeah, that's like the oldest Korean shoe. But yeah, footwear is probably like next. I think. Yeah, and we're having some conversations right now to see like to make that happen. So yeah. everything. Is, so you you're sticking to the theme of the, um, applying Korean. Yeah, aesthetic. yeah, in some way, yeah, an aesthetic mm. or like a concept. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a obvious design, like using like uh. you know like. Korean this or whatever. You guys haven't tapped into women's wear. We haven't, but I mean, for runway, a, a yeah. large part of our consumer yeah. base is women. Like, and it, is it kind of um, like genderless? Like wear? I mean, it is. It's men's wear. It's like we yeah. make it yeah. for men, but like you know, nowadays girls customers. are wearing a lot of men's wear. You know, so yeah. like that's true. We, yeah, like, everyone's wearing men's wear. Women look better. They in do, men's man. Wear. Women look so way better, better than men all the time. Yeah, yeah. No in, in men's what. wear, it's in like men's wear. They look yeah. Yeah, because like I'll see, you know, especially when you go out to Seoul, and, it, uh -huh. and I think like a lot of girls in the subculture, they wear men's streetwear. Mm, yeah, you know, they look so fire, and I'm like, I'm gonna I buy that same fit. <laughs> like, I don't no, it fit look the into same that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. If a girl wears it, it looks way tighter than when a dude wears it, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So. Um, uh, wait, what's that? God damn, there's a like, I'm just, <laughs> it's just mad. Does that happen? Usually? Yeah, yeah. What it is is like, there's like a street right here. You're trying to make a left on, uh -huh. and it's like you can't make a left during a certain like time frame what? but no one sees that sign like you can't make a left here between these hours so the guy just thinks you can wait there and make uh, a left on and everyone back behind them is like read the sign <laughs> it says four to seven no you can't do that yeah, yeah at least with the driving things another like you gotta drive everywhere. yeah there was a parade yesterday from k-town to downtown it took me over an hour yeah you said you don't you guys uh that's you prefer soul traffic over los angeles Nah, they're both whack. Yeah. <laughs> they suck, dude. This traffic sucks. It does. I mean, yeah. my I, Uber bill's been crazy. Out of that's a thing. Like, yeah, I know. We gotta. I gotta get a whip. No, taxi there. situation is more expensive in Korea. Nah, man, I don't think so. Is it? Then Uber out here, I think so. But in Seoul, like we're not really traveling far distances. You know, like we stay like we just north stay of the, the same river area all the time. We stay yeah, Itaewon <laughs> pretty much. You, uh, your offices are in an interesting place in Seoul, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like in the mountains. The mountains like what, what's north. the area it's like? Pinchangdong. And yeah. and it's like a very art gallery area. Yeah, a lot of right? art gallery, like old money people up there. It's like very sec almost secluded, like from the rest of the city. It was but there like beautiful. A up there, reason yeah. to kind of get an office in that section. We were looking for offices, and we met this guy who like owned. Um, he owned some galleries up there, and he had like an empty building. And then we're just like, "Yo, we're looking for a space." And he's like, "All right, come in." 
that's tight that's literally yeah. what happened and then yeah. you, the, you guys had off the places you guys had the offices before was uh what, what's that area where it's like all the traditional Urgido, stuff Urgido. Like, Urgido. yeah Urgido. that was a government sponsor that was a government office. thing that's when like, oh wow dude we were working out of coffee shops for like the first two years in our apartment and then we got like this government spot that was like sponsoring startups or whatever and it was mostly all tech companies yeah we're the only fashion brand in there oh that's but cool we just like applied for it and we happened to get it so we got like we're there and then we've been in our new spot for like what four years now almost four yeah, years yeah. yeah so like we that was like our first official studio office thing yeah before that it was all like, coffee wh- shops and stuff. where where do you like do you like where fashion's going in korea yeah man there's so many dope brands now like like way more than ever i think and um and the following's yeah. crazy i went to the, we went to that uh um new season mm-hmm. it, what was it the event was like just a viewing of what the next season is gonna that look was like never that yeah that was yeah. the street thing and yeah. that was yeah, crazy yeah. it wasn't like nothing was for sale i know, I know. yeah just like a viewing of the next like yeah you saw like all the youth that the kids like the mm-hmm. lineup like it's insane they were literally going they were huge lines you go in there's huge warehouse and people kids are taking pictures of things like okay i'm gonna buy this later next month yeah yeah right <laughs> preparing themselves yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but now more than ever there's definitely like uh-huh. so many dope korean brands i think yeah and i think now it's just the beginning of like korean brand awareness you know like yeah, people are just starting to hear about there. korean brands yeah. now like globally right so yeah you think uh, there's that interest in buying a brand because it's from korea like people here are they searching Maybe. that up? You know the way they would know. search up like a European brand, or I'm like sure some people yeah. are or Japanese, yeah, yeah. like Japanese yeah. brands like that. Like yeah, people right. will be like, "Oh, this is Japanese brand." There's something that already comes with right, that right. idea. I don't, right? I don't, I don't think that is there yet with Korea, but I think it's starting now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it takes time for for people to have that like perception of Korean clothing or Korean fashion the way that you know Japan did before, like you know, Paris or whatever. So like. Yeah, I think yeah. For I think Korea, it's like a good time because everything's blooming right now. It's all starting. So like, the conversation we're gonna have about Korean fashion or whatever, like maybe ten years is gonna be completely different. You know, for sure. Yeah. Is there an artist that you were very surprised that had your uh, clothing on? Had a clothing on? Had your like had some um, East Asian? You saw in a picture. You know, it was like Donald Trump or something. Like <laughs> yeah, Trump rocked the SS nineteen. <laughs> it was pretty lit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, because at this point, you guys have seen your stuff on a lot of K-pop artists. Yeah, all the rappers, the K-pop yeah, people. Yeah, in terms of Korea, yeah, like a lot of rappers and K-pop people. Any but, any artist that you were kind of like surprised? You know, not surprised maybe an American artist stuff to get it. Yeah, American artists. I don't know. And we had this one like opportunity where like uh, the tour manager for the Amigos and Drake. Like emailed us like yeah we want some pieces <laughs> oh wow just out, out the blue or what yeah because yeah, you but, know amigos and drake went on tour or whatever yeah yeah, yeah yeah so we got an email from the stylist saying like oh that we want to dress amigos and easy and i was like we were like obviously what the hell but then we thought it was fake you know yeah because it was like this is so random you know yeah and the flyer looks so janky. yeah like he sent us like a, a flyer of the tour like this doesn't look You're real. like yeah all right buddy yeah, yeah. those kind of scams happen a lot like people right. have it like one guy was like hit us up like yo we're doing a shoot with travis scott Kim Kardashian, Kanye in Damn, Japan, like that. True. Can you guys send like that? I could know. imagine motherfuckers just trying to get some free. Gear, yeah, like right? we were about we to get, send them get, a big get, box. Yeah, you know? we get a lot and of those lost emails. Yeah. yeah, so then with this Migos thing, we thought it was fake, but then it turned out to be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so you guys didn't respond or anything? I mean, it was like uh, it was also a timeline schedule thing, but like mm. we, if we, if we didn't think it was fake, we definitely would have pushed it more a little bit. But mm. like that's like one example. So how do you navigate that? Like if it's if somebody is like somebody you want to work with, you will send them a box. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if they hit us up, all the scammers, y'all listening? No, <laughs> now if we know them or like you know, you know who's like legitimate or not, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you've you've had your stuff on um, a lot of the big artists in Korea, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, um, is is there 
is there like a, a, a importance in you making sure it's like on a lot of the artists that are shifting culture from out there too yeah of course man like if in any country i guess like but yeah it's mm. important for us for like korean people and seoul especially to like be fucking with isa you know because you know our office is based from there and we are promoting like a korean thing too like in the global sense so mm. and i think it's yeah. i think it's cool because like what you said for a while there is this like section of korean youth that wasn't embracing it's weird korean youth they embrace the, the traditions of korea like if they're drinking people are still using two hands yeah you right, know? Right, right, right but then not necessarily in the cool sense of yeah it. right right you yeah know? there was like there was that whole struggle for us too it's like are korean people gonna like korean inspired things you know what i'm saying mm. because i think there's been tons of examples where like people try to flip korean things and just didn't hit that way you know what do you think what, what's, what's well because like you know like there's been brands before there's that, been brands before you know. us that tried on korean inspired things but it just didn't translate well to like you know in a fashion context or it was kind of like lame or like it was corny the way they did it da, da, da. but i think what's different about us is like we came to korea and then we saw korean things come up from a completely different lens you know because like for like mainland local koreans they grow up around this korean stuff they don't they don't they appreciate it differently than we do you know mm. Same way when they come to America, they might think like this part about LA is sick, but like if you grew up here, like nah, that's just like some regular. That's true. Thing. I think it's yeah. it's just about kind of taking your own city sometimes for granted or your yeah, own, own for culture. culture for right, right, sure. right. So for us, it was like completely new. So like I think the way that we presented our version of that was like different and interesting to people. So like yeah, that was like. I think that. it has a big also a big part that since Korea is so traditional, like a lot of the big corporations and stuff, or have their older people behind it and. Mm. I think they're getting a little bit more lenient about doing collaborations. You know, whether it's like sure. Samsung or LG wanting I mean, to do stuff. They're seeing the power you. of, of the, the younger generation now. You know, in terms yeah. of like, is that something y'all are interested in? Would you do a collaboration with like a Samsung or LG? Dude, we're we're open to collaborate with like or BYC. I mean, if the if the deal and the project is right, yeah, actually BYC was something we were thinking about for a long time. That'd yeah, we love. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. I'm like, good. all right, we're are they talk. still around? Or what? what is they're it? still there, they but it's not like. Uh, it's not like uh no one talks about talks it, about it. Yeah. y'all gotta do all the collabs bro like Jinro, you know Yo, general stick too yeah but uh, byc is actually we've been talking about byc for a minute but like uh, i don't know if that's gonna hit like for korean americans it's like yeah that's tight so I don't byc know. is like w w is it undergarments it's like hanes it's like the it's like yeah, hanes. It's a korean hanes. fruit of a loom but they do like underwear and like um tank wife tops, beaters wife beaters yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah is wife beaters a problematic word now i don't, I don't know. know what do you call oh, it? yeah i remember donnie <laughs> tweeted that like a couple years ago yeah no, actually, I tweeted. Oh, you tweeted that? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but but it is a very soft tank top. Yeah. It's a different kind of tank top. It's not a wife beater. It's like... Yeah, anyway, BIC is Hanes. Pretty yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about tank top? But, um, um, and, and you guys aren't citizens of Korea. Oh, we're dual. We're dual citizens. Yeah, we're dual. Dual citizens. How did yeah. that work? We have dual citizenship. <laughs> yeah, we, got, like, we have two, two passports, passports yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I, I slept on that one, I think. I, I think I could have been a dual. Yeah, I think that window's closed now, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, if I try to get one, I'm going to have to go and serve. <laughs> which I'm proud to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, that's what's up, man. So what, when do you guys plan to make this move if you guys come out, out of here? Probably in a year. Yeah. yeah. Within we're, a year. Yeah, we're going to come out, like, a couple more times within the next year just to, like... Because I have no idea where I'm going to live in L.A. We have no... You know, we know where, like, our, the yeah. office is going to be, probably downtown somewhere, but, like... In terms of finding a place, all that kind of stuff, we don't know. Yeah, we still have to city. figure a lot yeah. out yeah, before we make come out move. More, you know? Where would be a place that you guys still have a little bit of Korea? <laughs> yet, <laughs> <I'm> a, 
dude if we, so move, if we like move from seoul to come to k-town that's just like come on bro. actually go there, okay, there is a lot of koreans who do that uh, and i have I'm this sure. theory because i've experienced i've gone to koreatown coffee shops and restaurants mm. and some of the the workers are not not up to par i gotta say i have With this what? theory we send each other it's, we send the worst versions of Koreans to <laughs> each like, other's it's places. It's like a trade. It's like exchange. a draft. It's yeah. a cultural exchange. Um, like, for instance, like, you know, I know if I was fucking, fucking up in America, my parents would be like, we're sending you to Korea. <laughs> Actually, mad people do that, though. Which yeah. is why some kyopos get a bad rap in, in Korea. Yeah, right? I'm not yeah. saying also. Don't, I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to offend anybody. I'm yeah. just saying there are situations where, you know. No, we've definitely seen a bunch of that. Yeah, our travels. I, I mean, it's it's tight because I feel like Kyopos have made a huge impact in Korean subculture out there, right? In yeah, music, yeah. In pockets, yeah, music, in fashion, food, especially though. I think yeah. yeah, they introduced a lot of you know like Western food. To in, Korea. in fashion, actually, I would say there isn't as many Kyopos. We might be the only ones. Yeah, to be we don't know any other. And yeah, that's Korean interesting Amer- because Americans. in music you have a lot. Of, um, for those listening, Kyopos are foreigners. Um, or Koreans like born Koreans abroad. Born Koreans abroad. born abroad, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. just foreigners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a specific Korean. Like you could be Korean American, uh, Euro Korean, mm-hmm. or whatnot. Yeah, right, right. And you move. Um, so you, there's a lot amongst in in Korea who've moved out there and to kind of pursue uh, different uh, trades and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But in fashion, in music, there's tons. You know, like uh, Jay Park, Jesse, Drunken Tiger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, even uh, um, like OG K-pop groups who are kind of the, big, you know, uh, Teddy from yeah, Black right. Label, YG, mm-hmm. all of them who started the whole shit. Yeah. And in fashion, I haven't seen many much of that. Yeah, because music, there's so many opportunities, like, you know, for like, you know, Kelpos to come out there and like make music together. And like, because they have sensibilities from like Western music, too, you know. But there are no like special like lanes or opportunities for in fashion. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I think so we're like, the only. Other, we're the, I think we're the only ones. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, probably because yeah. that you guys have chosen to. Um, that's that as as that aesthetic and yeah, theme. yeah, for sure, for right, sure. right, yeah. yeah. It's pretty interesting though. That's a, it's kind of only in music. I feel like right and food pretty much uh, so far from what we've seen. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are pioneers, man. Congrats. The first ones. <laughs> first ones. Cause no one else wanted to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else is going to do it. I don't think for a minute, right? Like, why? I don't know. But nah, nah. People will do it if it's, 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 if it's lucrative. Yeah, if it's lucrative. But, like, starting a business in a foreign country is, like, so difficult. Yeah, I mean, a lot that of Korean difficult. Americans are starting brands like stateside or, yeah, like, stateside, from other yeah. countries, like, in Europe or right, whatever. Right. But, but, like, why go out? Yeah, why go all the way out to Seoul to, like... Yeah. You know, and you realize, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and you realize that conducting business there is a lot different from America, right? So 100%. different. Man. What what is it? Is it the way you talk to people? Yeah, or? dude, the whole culture is different. The way, mm-hmm. yeah, communication. Like America's so upfront when we talk in a business meeting. It's like boom, boom, boom. This is what we want to do. Da da da. How do we do it? Let's get it done. Korea, there's like a certain language and a certain way of going about com- uh, communicating with like an older person, right. Or someone from a, a company. It's like a lot more formal. Like yeah. And there's a lot of like walls you have to break down before you get to like the meat of it, you know. Is there a lot of courting in a separate way too, like dinner yeah, meetings drink. or grabbing drinks? Like, is there is yeah, that I mean, really there, part I mean, of the like, culture? It's or less not? of that with like the younger people, you know what I mean? Like when we mm-hmm. work with like older, like you know, or corporate companies, something like that. It's like there's definitely some of that stuff. But like right. 
with younger people, it's chill. They just, it's like kind of like here. You just come to the yeah. studio, just chop it up. Da, with da, da, older yeah. people, it's about 33 bows. And then like younger bows, people. You gotta do like the two-hand like business card thing. And I, I noticed yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Like business cards thing. still live on strongly over yeah, there. But it's it's not out. It's like more of like a the cultural a thing. Cultural habit, custom yeah. that's never died. Like yeah. it's right. But business card is such a so thing. So do you there. collect all the business cards? I take a photo and I just like toss it. We have boxes of yeah, I, I, yeah, it's crazy because I, it's weird to think that business cards are still a thing in the states too. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. They gotta move on from that. They gotta figure something out. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's what's killing the Amazon more than the fires. <laughs> I feel like Asian business cards. Wait, what were we just talking about before the business card thing? I'm uh, blanking. What, post, like, yeah, the traditional how you court uh, yeah, business. Oh yeah, 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 right, right, right. But yeah, was there anything you were gonna add to that? No, no, okay. no, I just like totally lost my train of thought. But um, right. yeah, but I don't see any, I don't see any uh, reason. Like for us as a brand, this is what I was gonna say. Yeah, for us as a brand, like doing Korean inspired things, like we knew we had to be in Korea and live the culture and yeah. live there yeah. to authentically do something that was Korean inspired. You know, you're just gonna appropriate your own. That's what I'm culture. saying. Like we wanted to like actually like we like we have to move here to start this because mm-hmm. like how are we gonna do a Korean inspired brand? We don't even live in Korea. Like you know, right? So it's like we're gonna draw this inspiration. We're gonna have access to like these arts and like these fabrics or these techniques when you're like in New York. Where there's none of that, you know, mm-hmm. right? So we had it was like a move we had to do. So I guess like it does make sense for people to like Amer- from America to move to Asia, or whatever. If they're gonna, be, if they need to be in tune with the culture there, like on the ground level, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why you're still when you move here, you're still gonna have that foot there. Yeah, yeah, sure, we're just expanding yeah. LA. We're we're still gonna spend half the year in Asia, half the year in LA. Yeah. Well, we hope to see some more Koreatown collaborations in itself because that seems like its own subculture now. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. Yeah, the, all the collabs, we're going to have a lot more pumping out in yeah, the next yeah. like Yeah, year. I feel like you guys, that's not in the section necessarily that you guys were ne- interested from the jump, you know? I mean, we were, but we're just kind of low-key and like very selective with who we work with. Mm. But now and that... Access. Yeah, it's access too. But now as the brand like continues to grow, um, like we're getting approached by brands that we really want to work with, you yeah. know, and it makes sense for us to work with them. How how is the working relationship between siblings? Like you guys have, done, I mean, you guys have. Done, I'm, that's I'm curious about that yeah. because I took my younger sister on tour one year. Yeah, yeah. And we were on the road for like thirty cities. And How's she that? was my merch girl, and mm-hmm. you know, and I was a little bit harsh to her, like as an older brother too. Yeah, no and doubt. a boss, right? You know, right. so she was like not trying to. She was like, I'm never doing yeah, this yeah. again. She like see, most. There's not a lot of people that can work with their siblings. I don't think. Yeah, there's a few right that we know of right, but then. Like the Yeti boys, Yeti boys like yeah. the Tim and Dan. Like, has artists. that changed? Like, was it tougher in the beginning? Or Dude, we fought like crazy. In the oh, you did? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Luckily, we're only like a year apart, and we grew up together with all the same friends all the time. So, like, there wasn't, there was never a big feeling of like, oh, he's like ten years older right, than me or right, whatever right. like that. That does but, yeah, make it a little bit easier. Like, when you're trying to figure out your role in the company, there's egos involved. Like, we fought a lot. Like, yeah, there's the that, and also just us being in a completely different country, trying to start a business with no money, like all the stress, the external stress we had, like we would take out on each other. Yeah, 100%. You like, know, so. First, the first two years, like broke, like eating like ramen all the time, like, yeah. like fighting and stuff. But like the the good thing about working with a sibling though is like, like you, you can't leave each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to kind of stick through it. Because, right. And there's more of a yeah. trust level, right? Yeah, for sure. 100% for sure. trust level. Yeah. yeah. So like, what do you, it's kind of, there's like those, benefits to a working but like we fought all the time like 
Right. Yeah. But now we're good. Like we don't we haven't fought about anything serious. And like, that's one reason I did like I wanted to work with my sister mm-hmm. and and have her part of the business. It was yeah. like the trust, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. there's still like with me and her, we might fight, but there is this kind of unconditional love and trust we have for each other. Because you have to make up. Yeah. No at the what. end of the day, you're yeah. still siblings. Or your mom's you know, gonna be so. so pissed at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, like do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Our parents would like get so mad if we fought. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's like ingrained. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So. Uh, and, and you guys have your you guys also have learned to know what each other's roles yeah, are. Yeah, right. It's completely separate now. Now it's separate. Yeah, Before it we is. try to do things together, oh let's design this jacket together. Like, you know, let's do it here. Now it's like that that's when we fought. Like we try to figure out things mm. together. Now it's like he does this, I do this. He has that his, makes it a lot. He has his team, I have my team, mm. and we obviously meet in the middle, you know? That's how you gotta do it. That's what's up. Yo, I'm gonna wrap this up, yeah. but mm-hmm. um let me just say um, Easthead is available in certain boutiques in America. Um, yeah. American Rag on La Brea. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bodega we're going to be at Bodega next season. Bodega yeah. next yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, that's in downtown, yeah. right? Or, it's on yeah. the row, in the row, the row. The row, oh, the yeah, row, yeah. 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 And then is it available in New York as well? Yeah, we have yeah. a couple accounts in New York. They can just go to our stockist page and just yeah, find a list of where we're at. Just easehey, I-I-S-E. Dot C-O. Yeah. That's our website. Dot C-O. Yeah. Um, man, I'm telling you, I, I rock the gear all the time. Um, a lot of our homies do. Mm-hmm. And we don't just ask for the free swag. Yeah, we, really? We buy it. <laughs> <laughs> we buy it in a high friendship discounted price. <laughs> or, um but yo thank you guys for coming on the yeah, show it, i think yeah, this is uh besides bobby hundreds you guys mm-hmm. were like the other um fashion you know, fashion group and i didn't dive into like the fashion stuff yeah, yeah, with bobby no, like but this is kind of i did want to kind of jump into it a little bit yeah because yeah. i think the show is all about like kind of inspiring mm-hmm. younger cats too right right um who kind of share the similar experiences of being either korean or asian or yeah. whatnot or a mm-hmm. person of color you know um but yeah, man. Thank you. I'm Thank here you, with bro. Terrence and Kevin Kim from Easy. Yeah. Yee. Tune in next week for another episode of Fun With Dumb. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>